0: welcome
1: to the Shipe sports show
2: good evening ladies and gentlemen welcome to another episode of the Shipe sports talk show i'm your host matthew shape joined always by my producer paul how's it going good how you doing today paul not bad Joined always joined again by diarmo how's it going
3: Shibi?
0: be
2: going good how you doing diarmo we are also joined again today by via Skype, Brad. Brad, how are you doing today?
0: Hey, doing great, Shipe. Thanks for having me on the show again. Just want to give a shout out to my Maryland Terps. Nice W last night against Indiana at home.
2: They ended up winning. They I did. caught it. Oh, uh, okay. Very nice. And also joined the studio, a little special guest, my dad, David Shipe, joining us. Thanks for joining us, Dad.
4: Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure being here. No
2: problem. All right. I'm going to take a little serious moment real quick. Uh, I want to give a little prayer out to my Aunt Kathy. Uh, She suffered a tragic loss. Her dad was tragically killed in a car accident yesterday. So I want to give out a prayer to her and to her family. Uh, I want to give a little moment of silence real quick. So we're gonna do a five second moment of silence for my aunt and her family. All right. Thank you everyone. Thank you everyone for that moment of silence. All right. Let's get right into the show today. Today is our big MLB preview show. But before we get to that. Me and Brad have a special announcement we'd like to make starting very soon. in the next couple of weeks, me and Brad will be hosting the Brad and Matt golf show. We are very excited about that. I know Brad is Brad. What are your thoughts on the show coming on?
0: No, I'm really excited. You know, I, uh, I love to talk golf and I love to talk sports, so I can't wait. It's going to be great.
2: Yeah. We're excited for the show and that should be starting in the next couple of weeks. So stay tuned and let's look for more information about that show. All right, let's get what we're all here for today. The MLB preview show, the season, right around the corner. Pitchers and catchers report for some teams one week from today. Uh, We're basically, you know, two weeks away from everyone else reporting, and spring training games start less than a month. So we're almost, you know, you think of baseball, you think of spring, you think of warm weather, everything you want. It's better to come around the corner. Super Bowl was over two weeks ago. Now it's time to get a baseball season don't bring that up anymore man come on
3: (laughs) (laughs) let's just focus on baseball now
2: all right today on the show we're gonna go division by division we're gonna pick all our division winners you know talk about what teams you know what they've done in the offseason how they added players players they've lost key players uh we're gonna pick a wild card we're gonna pick the playoffs we're gonna pick our mvps our cy young this is an all baseball show it's gonna be a great show All you baseball fans out there, you're going to want to listen to the show. Keep on listening. It's great. All you fan, all you people who really don't keep up with baseball and sort of maybe want to start learning some stuff, listen to the show. Don't turn it off. Listen, this is going to be a great show for baseball, educational. You're going to learn a lot from us. So let's get right into it. We're going to go with the AL first. We're going to get right into the ALEs. So um, Guillermo, with your team being the ALEs, we're going to start with you. What are your thoughts to ALEs this year, your prediction, and how you think each team is going to do this year?
3: Uh, prediction, it would have to be probably Baltimore again winning the division. Uh, my Yankees probably third or worse. Uh, Tampa will probably be in third. Boston would probably be fourth. And yeah, Toronto will probably be second fighting.
2: You really think Boston's going to be in fourth with the additions they have? I mean, they added two very good bats and fielders. You really think they're going to finish in fourth?
3: I mean, you never know. It like anything can happen. I'm just telling you that right now, the key weapons and all that stuff, but they got to have chemistry first. I mean, going into uh spring training camp, they got, um, they got to see and test them out and see where they fit in.
2: Now I was stressing with Brad earlier today on the phone. You know, we do our little phone calls to talk about what's going to be going on with the show today. And you're a Yankees fan. The Yankees were really quiet this off season. There was really no big, splash i mean really the only person they really did was they re-signed chase uh Headley, the third baseman uh a rod could be coming back this year depending on what's going to go there but they never really made a big splash that i thought like they would uh you know with Scherzer on the market you know they always go for pitching and they didn't really make a run at scherzer but as i was pointing out to brad you know they f- they found a replacement for jeter but people you know national fans we know that next year Desmond and Zimmerman are both going to be free agents. So could the Yankees maybe not made a splash on shortstop to maybe find a player for one year and take the chance on Ian Desmond that year? I mean, I know with the loss of Jeter, that's a big hole, but you can see the Yankees make it run at Desmond. I mean, we threw him a hundred million. He said, no. And the Yankees have the cash to put more out. So, you know, that could be a possibility, but, um, you know, I'm really surprised that the Yankees didn't really do much this year. I mean, I don't know what your opinions on that were.
3: Yeah, I was I was kinda of surprised as well. Um they lost uh Kuroda, I think.
2: He ended up going back to Japan, I believe. Yes. Uh, to go play there. And Yeah. I mean, we threw him a hundred million, he said no, and the Yankees have the cash to put more out. So, you know, that could be a possibility. But um, you know, I'm really surprised that the Yankees didn't really do much this year. I mean, I don't know what your opinions on that were.
3: Yeah, I was I was kinda of surprised as well. Um, they lost uh Kuroda, I think. He ended up going back to Japan, I believe. yes uh to go play there. And yeah, C C Zabathia, I don't know if he's healthy. He said he's he's ready to go, but depending on on his arm and previous injuries, we gotta see about that. Nova with his injury, he he had a, a, a subpar uh season last year, but he wasn't back to uh his ways he was before winning like fifteen games. Um. yeah Jeterless as well uh, A-Rod so it has, uh, has um some issues you so.
2: also lost David Robinson and that was a very and, yeah, big loss lost, in the closer role yeah that was, I mean, that
3: was the, the that's who I Mariano. thought they were going
2: to put the money on and they didn't
3: I mean sometimes money's not everything to 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 them so <laughs> well, yeah. wait what sometimes
0: money isn't everything
3: to the <laughs> I mean if that was either. the case if that's the case they would have gone crazy and gave him like like 150 mil and like, you know, you're staying here for life. I
2: think we can all agree money wasn't a thing for them this year. I mean, we just discussed over the phone. I mean, they didn't make any splashes and there were some good free agents out there.
0: (laughs) No, they didn't. It it was very surprisingly,
2: Uh, like I said, I think they could be in the running that year for honestly Zimmerman and Desmond, which I would hate honestly to God. And I would
0: love. (laughs) Yeah. you, You know, first of all, no one likes the Yankees. Well, I, let, me, let, me, let me restate that. If you're a Yankees <laughs> fan, you love the Yankees. If you're not a Yankees fan, you hate the Yankees. Uh, so no one wants to see their players go to the Yankees. Uh, and the Yankees are all about money, and they can buy out your players. You know, So if your players become free agents, the Yankees have tons of money to throw around, and they will buy your players. And it stinks, uh, but that's the scenario. And that's one reason why the Yankees stay so successful – it's because they have the most money. So when some of the best players who come free agents, you know, they can continually keep talent floating around that club because they can just buy themselves, in theory, championships and and wins. You know, it's I would hate for Zimmerman to go to the Yanks and also also Desmond because I like both of those players. But you know, we we have to be realistic about this and the powers that be. You know, the Yankees have tons of money. Like they can afford to do this and they can afford to uh you know to to take players off rosters when they become free agents with big contracts.
2: True, very true. Um let's get into the Nets local team here, the Orioles. Um, you know, they lost Nick Marcakis, they lost Nelson Cruz, but people are like, oh, you know, their offense. People need to remember they were without Machado the end of last year. They were out with they were without Matt Witters. And also Chris Davison really then playing the postseason season because of his um suspension. By the way, his suspension Anyone who thought it was steroids, you're an idiot. He got suspended for Adderall, which is a thing that he actually applied for the year before and got approved. I don't know why he forgot to do it this year. You know, I think that kind of hurt them because he was a big offensive power. But you got they may have lost Cruz and Martekas, but Machado, Witters will make up for that loss. And Machado, if he can stay healthy through the whole year, got, I love Rendon as a young third baseman, but Machado could possibly be the best young third baseman. In all baseball and maybe possibly even be the best third baseman in a couple of years down the road. I mean, that kid has the yeah. arm strength. As you know, as a Yankee fan, the some yeah, of the stuff no, he's done I, from third base there. I mean, some of those throws were just Unbelievable. Uh, were, I mean, it's halfway in the foul line, just still throws a guy out. But I think the Orioles are going to repeat again as division winners. Uh now, before I say anything, I may have another team from that division in the wild card. So just look out for that. But the thing about, I like about the Orioles is, is they're starting pitching. They don't have a Scherzer. They don't have a Clayton Kershaw. They don't have a David Price. They have a bunch of guys who can work and get through innings. If they can get to their bullpen, the Orioles are very dangerous. Zach Britton is one of the best closers in baseball. And if they get to him, I mean, it's lights out for the for any team. I mean, they're, they're that good of a team. Their pitching will grind it out. I mean, they'll allow four or five runs, but they're hitting – we'll be able to counteract those runs and the pitchers, you know, they just grind out a hundred pitches, you know, at a time in a game and they can go long-term innings, which what you need out of a star, you don't want to start to go five or six innings and have to work your bullpen. No, you want to start to go seven, possibly eight innings, get to your closer, let him finish the game like he's supposed to. But I really find the Orioles are going to win this division again. I think they'll win convincingly. I think it'll be over by maybe the beginning of September. Um, Brad, what are your thoughts on this division this year?
0: You know, I, I agree with both of you guys. I, I think the Orioles will win that division. Uh, you know, you look at them late down the stretch last year, no Machado, no Davis, you know, this year, they're gonna come back. I think their bats will stay hot. Like you said, Weeders is, you know, it is gonna be good for them. And with the, you know, with Machado coming back healthy you you got like their chances in a division that, that as as of right now is, um, you know, questionable, historically not, but you know, as of right now, kind of a questionable division, Baltimore, I would say definitely is the powerhouse in that division. I think, I think they're going to win it.
2: I just got a little breaking news on my Yahoo sports account that MLB is considering altering the strike zone for the first time in 19 years. Um, no further details, but look out for that during spring training. If they try something different, that could be very interesting. What they I don't know if they make it bigger or smaller. This could very well affect pitching right now if this happens. So you say nineteen years, right? You What's say the last like, time they've done anything. What did they do then? Do I you remember? I was so young. Okay. Um, maybe my dad could actually. Do you know, comment on that?
4: Nineteen years. Nineteen years ago, I think they. Wh- what they did was they tried to get to the. St- a true strike zone. But, if you look, you know, the National League had their strike zone, the American League had theirs. When they combined both umpires, because of the unions, now they're all together, right? they just, were trying to come up with a mutual strike zone that we could have everywhere. But, to be honest with you, you can come up with a strike zone and say, this is it. Okay? Belt to top of the knee. Okay. Alright? But, it's going to different because of umpires. Now, right. if you get an umpire that the pitchers love, managers love, his so strike zone is where they want it to be, Right, that's fine. Because you see long, you know, you, you even hear some of the commentators, you know, strike zone has not been there for this guy all night. You better throw it near the ground or uh, three or four inches out. Right, right, you right. Know. So you can do all your variations. The strike zone is going to be uh, the umpire. He's going to get as close as he can, but, you know, the, the, the rule was three inches out, inch and a half in. Okay. Okay? It's a strike. Gotcha. You know, sometimes you, you would say, well, have, let me reach your back out across the plate. All right, you can reach it. That's going to be a strike for the night. Okay. Not in Major League Baseball, but other places. A strike zone is going to be depending on, you know, the the, the umpire.
1: Right, right, right.
4: Whether they find them or not, you might see it solid and this is it. Okay something that's going to have to play out during the year.
1: So what it is now is what from your your belt to your knee is that what it is?
4: Well, basically, if you look at your belt, yeah, to the top of the knee. Okay. You know, you look at Hunter Pence. He, it's funny. He wears his pants up to his knees. <laughs> he wants that umpire to know you call anything below this, you're going to get a look.
2: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think gotcha. national fans all remember Drew Storton three years ago. That strike zone that somehow just. For some reason, with two strikes, it just shrank to where he had to throw it right in the middle of the plate.
0: How I was at that, that game.
2: That I? was horrible. I mean, those two those two should have been – they were strikes all night. The same for Zimmerman this year. He had a, those uh, calls in um, the 17-inning game. Those calls on Cabrera were horrible. I mean, I can understand why he got pissed this year. Yeah. Um, so, as you can see, it was unanimously we all pit – The Orioles, whether someone else makes the playoffs, we'll find out when we do our wild cards after the end. I was just reading right
3: here. They're going to alter the strike zone or could alter the strike zone as a response of declining offense.
2: Hmm. So make it more hitter friendly.
3: They want to boost the offensive
2: play up. Well, you can alter the strike zone all you want. You still aren't going to be able to hit a Clayton Kershaw (laughs) curveball. It looks like it's going to hit you and then hits the strike zone at the last minute. So what does that does that mean that they put the strike zone? They make it tighter. They close it up. They'll close it up more to where you're gonna have to hit it. Where you're gonna have to throw it right down the middle. And it's uh, basically gonna be basically hit not, it you're gonna or have to miss swing it. Swing or get out. I don't like that. I know people are like oh baseball. You don't know, score that many runs, but you know what? I like I love pitching duels. I love seeing Kershaw go against David Price. Kershaw will be now now we'll see him against Matt Scherzer. We haven't got to see that before. That's gonna be a great. If those two go against each other, that's gonna be a great matchup. That game could be like one nothing. As, as a Nat fan, I'm I don't I'm looking forward to that game. Yeah, I but I would think though. But I think most of like,
1: maybe not the baseball Well, I don't know. I think a lot of it might. If it gets more exciting, it might bring more You know, more fans in, which is more money, and that's probably what. Yeah, I mean, looking a one nothing so.
3: a one nothing game is exciting. Society more thing. exciting than like one team destroying the other team. You're just waiting for somebody to, to connect and that's true. Score to win things. Like the you best can go game the way down.
2: The best game in baseball this year was that 17 inning game, Nats versus the Giants in the playoffs. My opinion. For Nats fans, it wasn't, but for baseball in general, that was a really good game. I don't think anyone can disagree here with that.
3: Yeah, I stayed up watching that game. Yeah, I what, I was too.
2: that that score? That game was zero zero, or was it tied at some point? Or? Mm-hmm. I want to say one to
0: one, two. Yeah, two, one, well, to one, one one to
2: one. Okay. <clears throat> That was a game drew, drew Drew store could have redemption, but stuff happens. Matt Williams, you know, rookie manager, maybe a veteran manager kept Zimmerman in there. We don't know for sure, but you learn from your mistakes. You're a rookie manager and you made, you got the best record in the NL. No one's going to go against what you said. All right, let's, we'll get the Nats when we get the NL East. We're getting a little off topic here. (laughs) All right, we're going to go to AL central nets uh, where you got the white Sox, Tigers, Royals, Indians, and twins. Now this is where I have my upset pick. I have the White Sox winning this division. Now, I don't think they'll win it by, you know, beginning of September. I think it'll come down to like a final game type thing. But here's the reason why. They go out, they sign David Robinson. They got their closer. They get Adam LaRoche. Now, they already have Jose Abreu. So you can either put LaRoche at first with his amazing gold glove, or you can put Abreu at first, and the other person's going to play DH, or you alter them. So they have two really good hitting first basemen. Yep. They went out, they got Melky Cabrera, who, what are you, what, 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 what are you mad about? Nothing. <laughs> what, what are you mad about? That
3: <laughs> Not going to say anything. <laughs> Melky,
2: good average, good power herder. And then they got, the um, went out and just uh, signed the pitcher. Now, Brad, you helped me out earlier. This name is a tongue twister for me. Jeff.
0: Smarja. Oh, Smarja. Thank
2: you. Oh, Smarja. Notre Dame. They went and they got him. Yeah, he's, and he's a wide
0: receiver for Notre Dame. That's right. <laughs>
2: He's a great pitcher. I mean, they got yeah, a new obviously. closer. They got him. They'll have Chris Sale at the top of the rotation. I mean, this is a dangerous team in the Central. And I mean, the Royals, They, I don't see the Royals really competing that much this year. I hate to say it, but they lost too much, I think. You know, you got rid of Butler. They got rid of Butler. Shields is gone. Uh, you added, you know, Kendry Morales, who who is a good hitter. But, you know, he's getting past his prime. So, and the Tigers, you lost Scherzer. That is a big loss in their rotation. Verlander is not the same pitcher he used to be. Uh, David Price is now the number one on that staff. And we'll see how that affects them. Uh, Victor Martinez, uh, they say he'll be back by the time opening day is, but how healthy he is, we don't know. Uh, Indians and twins, you know, for the next couple of years, they're going to bring up the end of that division. But I got Chicago winning this division. So, Brad, let's go with you first on AL Central.
0: Okay, uh, I think a lot of the stuff that you're saying, Shipe, is extremely valid, and it makes sense on paper. I just think it's going to take them a little bit longer to gel. Uh, I agree with you about the Royals. I think their magic is kind of, you know, kind of lost. Uh, you know, they had a special season. They, they went last all year. in.
2: They went all in.
0: They went all in, mm-hmm. and I think they're going to take a step back this year. But I do think David Price can still lead the Tigers. I have the Tigers still win this division. I think it's going to take the Sox a little bit more time to gel, uh, and 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 you know I have the Tigers winning this division.
2: Guillermo, what are your thoughts on the AL Central? I actually got a toss-up between
3: Detroit and Cleveland. To be honest, uh, Kansas City, yeah, their their power or their Cinderella story went out last year, and they put up a hell of a fight. But yeah, I got I got Cleveland coming up and uh making a challenge for the for the division race and taking the division crown. Um you got a pitcher in Corey was it Kuber? Kubler. You got Brantley who can hit, you got Satana who can hit. Yeah, I mean feeding off feeding off last season, I think they they got the potential. Yeah, Detroit lost Scherzer. But uh yeah, like Price, he can he can lead you to at least fifteen wins. Uh, you got Verlander who can always always gonna give you ten or more. I just I just see uh Cleveland and Detroit fighting for number number one spot.
2: Well Cleveland only lost the division by five games last year, and they added Brandon Moss, which will be a really good bat for them. Um Dad, I, who's your pick for this division?
4: You know, I I picked the White Sox, but you know, don't don't sleep on Cleveland. Okay? Don't don't sleep on, on Cleveland. I think they have a good manager. And uh he'll he'll get them going in the right direction. So, I I I I'm going to go out line and say Cleveland just to mix things up.
2: All right, not bad. All right, we'll move on to the AL West now, where we have the Mariners, the Angels, A's, Rangers and Astros. Uh, On paper, I have Seattle winning this division finally. I feel like they got the right pieces this year. Uh, I think Nelson Cruz will add a big bat to that lineup just because, you know, with Cruz in that lineup, you can either bat him in front or after Cano, and then they'll force a pitcher to have to pick who they're going to throw to. You can't walk both guys, and they're both amazing hitters, so you're going to have to pick one to throw to. Uh, Andrew Jackson, they got in a trade last year as an amazing outfielder. Uh, you got Felix Hernandez, who probably the best pitcher in the AL. Well, you know, if this team, if they can score runs, they're going to win because Hernandez is only going to allow one or two runs a game, but the Nationals did beat him last year, which was awesome. <laughs> uh, they got Frando Rodney closing games, which, you know, one of the better closers in the lead. So I think this will be the Mariners to lose. Um, you also got the Angels where, you know, they spent all this money on free agency a couple years ago and it really hasn't panned out for him the way they thought it to. I mean, Hamilton has been on a very downward trend. I mean, you have to hope they have to hope Hamilton rebounds because, you know, he's either a home run or a strikeout, which is basically what he's coming to in his age. Pull host will always be there. You know, pull host his pull host. You know, he's one still one of the better players in baseball, but his age is getting up there. I, that's the pro- that's why I have problems with these long term contracts is these teams are like, all right, we'll bring you here for seven years, three hundred million, but then after those two or three years, you start seeing a decline in their production. You're like, oh, crap, I overspent on this person. And their pitching, I think, will be a little skeptical. I mean, you have Jared Weaver, who's always going to be, you know, he's number one pitcher. He'll still be good. Uh, you got C.J. Wilson. But I think this team is going to come down on what their hitting is going to be. Uh, you have Mike Trout, who is probably the best player in baseball and will always, will be for the next couple of years. I mean, he can hit, he can run, he can field. I mean, that catch he had against the Orioles a couple years ago was ridiculous. I mean, he was halfway up the wall and made that catch. I mean, that's, you know, it's unheard of. So I think the Angels, you know, they'll come in second. I got the A's coming in third. I mean, they made a couple of good trades this year in the offseason, Billy Bean and Mike Rizzo connection. Once again, uh, they got Tyler Clippard from us, which will be their um, setup man, which is a tremendous pickup for them. And I wish nothing... But the best for Tyler Clippert. He's given us so many great years in DC. Uh, I was not hurt by him leaving. You know, he moved on to something else in his career, and I wish him nothing but the best. I hope, I hope, you know, they make the playoffs with him just because I love seeing Clippert in the playoffs. You know, I, he deserves it. He's a really good pitcher. Uh, they added Butler from the Royals, which is another bat in their lineup. Um and they also went out and got Ben Zupertis from the Rays. They traded, they traded for him. So that's, you know, A's, they may have traded some people away, but they also got it back. But I just don't think they did enough to where they're going to be in it. Because, I mean, pitching-wise, they you know, they got Scott Kazmier, Gray's the start of their lineup. But, you know, it could be trouble for them. But the A's are always a team that will do a trade at the deadline. They'll find someone to help them win. So mm-hmm. I count them out now, but by trade deadline, I may be saying something totally different. And then I have the Astros and the Rangers, you know, rounding up the bottom. Unfortunately, the Rangers get to see how Darvish comes back, how he's going to do after his injury, Fielder after his in- injury. So, I mean, they also have Adrian Beltre. So the Rangers could compete, but it all depends on how these players can bounce back from the injuries that they suffered last year. Uh, the Rangers were out, I think, Fielder for half the season, and that's really affected them. He's an offensive weapon. It's another guy they spent money on. So now, there you go. Another- that's where his
3: age comes into in. The
2: yep. Play. So um, first, let's go with uh, Guillermo. Your thoughts on the AL West and who you got winning that? Uh... I got the
3: the Angels barely beating out the, the Athletics and then Seattle staying in third place how they were and then rounding off with uh Texas and Houston. Um just Oakland's always going to be there, but I see them like creeping up in the later stages of the thing to slow, uh, to close in on that lead of the A- uh, of the Angels. Um I think the Angels are going to win this. By at least five games, make it a close uh,
2: race. Brad, your thoughts on the West?
0: Uh, well, let me voice some of my frustrations with Oakland. One of my favorite players, Cespedes, they traded, and I think that was—I I thought that was so foolish.
2: Well, he's with uh, Detroit now. Yes, yes. Yeah, so, uh,
0: I, I, I think the A's are going to take quite quite a step back. Uh, I, I think that was a talent that they're not going to be able to replicate. You know, his his just his natural ability to play the game in all aspects, you know, in terms of his arm, in terms of his bat, uh, you know, his glove, he's just a great baseball player. I don't, I don't think they're going to be able to replicate that with what they picked up, but I do have the Mariners also, uh, making a a very nice charge. They were, they were a young team and and now with, you know, the hitting experience of crews that they, that they have, I think that's one thing they really need to get over the hump is, is getting better bats. And they did. Uh, and the angels just, even with all the money they've spent, you know, somehow they, they, they just I, I just don't see them uh, you know clicking. They they've been together for a while, you know, like you said, they they've had Hamilton, they've had Pujols. and somehow it, it hasn't turned into the powerhouse that they're looking for. Now I'll give Trout tons of credit. You know, he is a stud by all means, but yeah, Hamilton's getting older and Pujols is getting older. And, you know, y- you would think with age, are they magically, magically gonna be better this season? Personally, I don't think so. Uh, I do have the Mariners beating out the Angels uh, first and second in this division, and then uh, I have Oakland in third.
2: All right. Dad, what are your uh, thoughts on this division? Well,
4: I agree with Brad up there. I think but I, I think the Mariners could do it in the West. I think they could do it in the West with the Angels coming in behind them and uh, you know, A's in third, and the other one's rounded out down near the
2: bottom. It'll be interesting to see what Billy Bean does at the trade <coughs> deadline. You know, it's funny. You know, they came out with that movie Moneyball and the pits, you know, Billy Bean as a very good GM. They were not kidding. This guy knows how to wheel and deal. I mean, even in that movie, he was wheeling and dealing at the deadline, trading away old players and getting new ones. I mean, he knows what he's doing. He's a great general manager. He knows what he's doing. Um, all right, so we're going to get into... So we got our division winners. Everyone's picked the division We're going to pick our wild card right now. Now, my two wild card coming out of the AL are... Boston Red Sox will be the first wild card, and the second wild card for me will be the Angels. And the best record for me in that division will be Seattle. Second will be Baltimore, and then I have the third best record will be the White Sox. So that are my picks for the playoffs for the AL. Brad, let's show if your picks for the AL.
0: Okay, my two wild card teams, uh, you know, Scheife. I know you like to hear this. I, I'm putting the Sox in. Chicago. Uh, you know, oh, I thought I, I you were going to say Red Sox. <laughs> no. Uh, you know, l- like I said earlier, I think the Tigers are already going to continue to win games. I think it is going to take the Sox a little bit of time to gel and get everything under control. Once they do, they are going to be one of the hottest teams going into the playoffs this year. Uh, so I do have them as a wild card pick. And I think the angels just still have too much talent. So I also have the angels um, uh, you know, as my wild card pick, so Sox and Angels.
2: And then, who's your uh, best record, second and third for the division winners?
0: Best record, I'm going to go with the Orioles. Uh, I think w- with the Orioles being healthy, uh, I, I really see them climbing. I think that's one thing that was holding them back last year is and the and the year before. You know, Machado has been battling injuries, and uh, I think this year he stays healthy. and I think they stay hot. Uh, so I have the Orioles, uh, overall number one, and then Sox ahead of the Angels, uh, and then Mariners ahead of Tigers.
2: All right, Guillermo, let's show if your
3: pitch the wild card. Uh, wild card would have to be Seattle and Cleveland. Um, was it the top three in the in the playoff race? It would have to be Baltimore. Maybe, or no, Baltimore Angels and and uh Detroit as the one two three. All
2: right, and my uh, dad, who do you have for the wild card? Oh,
4: wild card in the East, I, I, I think the Red Sox. I'll go with the Red Sox, and I'm gonna throw in Detroit. All
2: right, all right. Now we're gonna pit the rest of the AL playoffs that we have up to who we have in the World Series, and we're gonna shift gears to the NL. So, right now, my division matchup is Seattle, and I have. The Angels beating Boston in the wild card. Then I'm going to have the Orioles against the White Sox. I'm going to have Baltimore beating the White Sox. And I'm going to have the Angels coming back in the playoffs to beat Seattle. So they lost them in the division. I have them beating them in the division lead series. And then for my World Series, I'm going with Baltimore. They're going to get over the hump this year, and they're going to be in the World Series. So my pick for the World Series out of the AL will be the Baltimore Orioles you let going to with you who's coming out of the AL for you coming out of the AL um as much as I don't want to
3: say Baltimore cuz I'm a Yankee fan and I would hate to see somebody from our division go there uh I'm probably going to have to go with them they got the they got more power they got more this is they got more weapons to play with and I would I would rather have them represent our uh, division.
2: Brian, who do you got coming out of the AL?
0: Man, this is tough. I don't wanna I don't wanna fall on board with you guys and take the Orioles, but I think they have a great manager. I really like what they're building, and you know, last year we were all hoping for kind of a Beltway series, and, and that that would have been amazing. Uh, you know, you, you got like the Orioles' chances, but I'm you know just to just to throw a little flair in there, I'm going to go in a different direction and, uh, I, I'm going to take the angels. I think, you know, I think the angels figure something out and I, I think they get their bats get hot in the playoffs. Uh, I'm going to take the angels, um, represent the AL in the world series.
2: All right. Uh, dad, Mr. Shite, who do you have? Uh, wild
4: card, I'll, you know, it'd be Detroit and the red Sox. The red Sox will win the wild card. And then when you get the the other groupsters in there, uh, I'm just going to go right ahead and just say Baltimore will take the American League. They'll be the AL champs.
2: So there we go, three Baltimore's and one Angels.
0: I'm feeling like Guillermo taking Seattle right now. I don't
2: like it. <laughs> 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 All right, before we get to the NL part of the show, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be back momentarily from
1: the Shipe Sports Talk podcast. Just wanted to let you know how you could listen to our podcast while you're on the go using an app called Stitcher you can listen anytime, anywhere using the award winning free stitcher app. Best part is when you stream our podcast or any of the other 20,000 available out there, there's no downloading, no syncing or no wasted memory. It's on demand and on the go. So if you don't already have the stitcher app on your iPhone, Android phone, or tablet, download it free today at stitcher.com or from your app store, add us to your favorites list. And every week when we put out our new episode, stitcher will automatically update and have the latest episode of the shite sports talk podcast, Waiting for you. While you're there, it really helps us get our podcast noticed if you give us a nice review, rating, and thumbs up. We'll greatly appreciate it. Have a comment or question? Easy. Go to Shypesportstalk.com, click on the Contact Us tab, and there you'll be able to submit your questions or comments. We love hearing from you, so we'll be sure to thank you live on the air. You'll also find on Shypesportstalk.com the latest episodes, show notes, and other ways to find us on platforms like iTunes and YouTube. Now back to the show.
2: Welcome back to the Shike Sports Talk Show. As you just heard, we went over our AL preview for the baseball season. Now we're getting to the NL, and we're going to start with the NL East, where your reigning Washington Nationals, reigning NL East champs, are my pick to repeat this division against the lights of the Marlins, the Mets, the Braves, and the Phillies. Now, I actually have a order here that may surprise some people. Now, we've seen the Braves have dominated this division for the past couple of years. I feel like we've had the Braves are going to take a really big step back here. My pick for this division will be the Nats will be the winners. The Marlins will be in second place, followed by the Mets, the Braves, and the Phillies are rounded out. Now, the Nationals, of course, you know, they're all in the news here. We all hear about the moves. The biggest move of the year had to be Matt Scherzer. They went and got themselves another certified starter in this rotation. It's possibly the best rotation in baseball. I got a nickname for this rotation. I call it the Five Arms of God. Because these, all these arms... <laughs> That's a good one. All these arms
0: are subtle, go- shy, subtle. Are
2: God-given talent. And these guys, are their arms are different gods. I mean, they're the five arms of God. So you're saying that they're kind of good? I'm saying they're the best rotation okay. of baseball is what are I'm you saying. you saying they're cheaters? <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're obviously going to have Scherzer, in my opinion, should be the number one on this rotation. You know, Strasburg, Zimmerman, it should be Scherzer, my opinion. Then Zimmerman should be two. Small, Charlesburg should be three, followed by Fister and Gio. I mean, Scherzer, there should be no reason he's not the opening day starter. Uh, they also added Escobar to play second base for this team uh, with the loss of Cabrera to the Devil Rays, which I feel was a big loss because I really love Cabrera's glove. Uh, they added Casey Jansen to uh, take over Tyler Clipper's role. Uh, they did lose Adam LaRoche at first base, which will be a big blow for his glove, but in doing so, Ryan Zimmerman will be your everyday first baseman. As we went over the second episode, Ryan Zimmerman, Mr. Nationals, will be back in the lineup, and his bat will be huge for this team. We missed it. I truly believe this bat was missed during the playoffs. I really wish they could have found a way to put him in the lineup in the playoffs, you know, maybe change the lineup up a little bit because, you know, he's one of the better bats on the team. He's more consistent. Uh, When he hits the ball, it's always popping off. I mean, what more can you ask for from him? A uh, big change in the outfield is um, Bryce Harper will now be playing right field. Jason Wirth will be going to the left. That's to save Wirth's legs a little bit because he's getting up there in his career. But the big question is, will Wirth start on the DL or will he start in left field on opening day? You know, he just had the surgery on his shoulder. Uh, he just got out of jail, too. So thank God. And they let him keep the beard. So that's always good. Can't let him lose the beard. That'd be horrible. <laughs> So we have to see what this rotation does, and if they make any midseason trades. I mean, I'm sure they'll get some offers for Zimmerman again, Strasburg. They'll get the offers for them before the trade deadline. And if this bullpen's struggling, you could see uh, Rizzo working his magic at the deadline, getting a relief pitcher. Uh, where, where, where was Zimmerman before?
1: You said he's going to be moving into the first. He was base, playing what?
2: third base, but his shoulder is shot. He can't throw anything from third base anymore, unless yeah, okay. he throws a sidearm. If he tries to throw an overarm, it's going in the stands. It's going uh, 10 rows back. Yep. All right. <laughs> 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 he can throw his sidearm perfect like it's nothing. Mm-hmm. Anyone else can't do that. But for some reason, he can. Uh, Rendon, I believe, will be the best player on this team in turn position player. I mean, he's all around talent. He can hit. He can field. I mean, he's gone from third to second to third. And you put him anywhere, he can play. Just like Zimmerman basically can play anywhere now. He can play third, first, and Damn, he can play left field. I mean, he made some good <laughs> catches last year while Harper was out. Uh, but Rendon, I mean, he can hit for average. He has the he also has some power with him. I mean, he'll be bad in second again. And he, you know, it's a good. I mean, if excuse me, if Span gets on base like he should, and the way he played the second half, Rendon's gonna get him either the third or he's gonna get him home, depending on what Span can do on base. I mean, Rendon will produce RBIs and home runs from that second spot, which is what you want. In, you want in your lineup. Uh, he can put the ball anywhere in the field. I mean, Span's on second; he'll put the ball on the right side of the field and get Span the third. Uh, he was besides Harper; he was our most consistent player in the playoffs. Was uh, for him, we probably we wouldn't have won the game because uh, we wouldn't even won a game probably. I mean, with his bat is amazing. Uh, then I got the Marlins playing second. Now this all depends on me as if Jose Fernandez, when he comes back, he was a dominant pitcher before he went down and had to have Tommy John surgery. But they added national favorite Michael Morse. You know, he's still loved in D.C. They still play his old theme song in the seventh inning. Take on me. Uh, they added D. Gordon from a trade from the Dodgers when uh, the Phillies shipped Jimmy Rollins there. And then down to the Mets. Uh, they signed Michael Kadire. You know, he's been having pretty good past couple of years of average. The big thing with the Mets is the return of Matt Harvey. He was undoubtedly their best young pitcher They had. You got Zach Wheeler. No, I didn't take that from your notes. I already had that. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) My dad's over here thinking I stole it from his notes. I
0: didn't. Trying to take credit.
4: Yeah, I'm looking at my notes, and he's taking everything. (laughs) Yeah. It's not the first time, though.
0: (laughs) Kids these days. Gee.
4: I understand. Yeah.
2: But it all depends on what Harvey does in his return. If he goes back to his status, they're going to be a force to be reckoned with. And then we get to the Braves at fourth. And I look at the Braves, and I see they lost Justin Upton. Big bet. They lost Jason Hayward, big bat. They lost Gaddis, catcher, another big bat. Mm-hmm. And then you lose Irvin Santana, a big pitcher. I mean, this Braves team's in trouble. They're going to take a lot of sets back. And then you have the Phillies at the bottom. And the Phillies, what age is catching up to the Phillies. I mean, they had a great farm system the past decade, but the age is catching up to them. Howard, not what he used to be. I mean, Cliff Lee, I mean... Cole, I mean, their bright spot's Cole Hamels, and he's getting up there in age. I mean, Hamels is demanding money and everything, but Hamels is, I mean, he's getting up there in age. Yeah. So you're going to see a big drop. I think the Phillies are going to just, I mean, they finished last last year. It's going to happen again. So uh, we'll see what happens with this division. Uh, Brad, let's show up your thoughts first on the NL East.
0: Well, you look at the NL East and the way it finished up last year. It was relatively tight for second place. But the Nationals were by far the dominant team, and I don't see that changing this year, especially with the acquisition of of Scherzer. So, you know, let's 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 be honest. Everyone's taking the Nats in this division, yes, Nationals, and then whoever else. You know, I I guess maybe I'll take the Mets. I I think the Mets might might start grooving like they kind of did late in the year last year. Uh, I'll take I'll take the Mets in second, and then, you know, Philly. Philly and Atlanta are just bad right now. They are just bad. Uh, they, 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 I'm sorry. Like you know, Nats fans love to hear that, right? Uh, it, it's it's true though. You know, it's they've gone. You know, Philly has gone from the cream of the crop and they're winning the division every year. And now they're on the bottom. You know, we we've kind of flip flopped in a way with Philly, and, and it's, it's going to be a while before they're they're able to compete for the division again. Uh, but I will take I'll take Nats number one, Mets two, and then I'll take the Marlins third, and then who cares about about Philly and, and Atlanta?
2: <laughs> Spoken like a true Nats fan. Uh, I have a little stat for you talking about how the Nationals dominate the division. The Nationals' run difference was plus one hundred and thirty-one. The Mets were in second place. Can you take a guess on what the Nets' run run difference was?
0: I don't know, maybe thirty-five.
2: Is that a plus thirty-five? Yes. Why don't you try lower?
0: Plus three.
2: Plus 11.
0: Plus 11. They were
2: 120 run difference ahead of everyone else. And that just shows that their hitting was there. Their pitching was there. They just got to translate that to the playoffs.
0: True. That's been our Achilles heel the past two years. You know, we've gone stale with our bats in the playoffs.
3: Uh, Guillermo, your thoughts now? Uh, I have to agree with uh, Brad with everything he just said. I got Nationals one, Mets two and then uh, Miami, three, and then Atlanta and Philly, who, yeah,
2: finishing it out. All right, Dad, what are your thoughts on this division? Well,
4: I guess a round out with everybody else, I mean, you look at, look at the Nationals first. Now, here's the key to the Nationals. Can Bryce Harper stay healthy the entire year?
2: Same for Zimmerman.
4: Yeah, Zimmerman, too. He's coming up, but now you've put Zimmerman in a position at first base where it's not as strenuous. no, it's still a strenuous position, but not as strenuous as third base.
3: Yeah.
4: Okay? The thing that's not going to be much different is you're going to get some hot shots down at that corner too. So, it's not a problem there with Zimmerman at first. Worth going to left field, like you say, it's going to save his legs. And, uh, you know, they, they've they been what you call, what old guys call, they've been knocking on the door the last couple of years. Now somebody got to open it up for him, And they just have to, you know, last couple of years, they're a young ball club. Sometimes you get a young ball club in positions they in, you have a tendency to tighten up a little bit. And you could tell that in some of their hitting last year in the playoff games. They were swinging at this, and, I mean, they looked at so many pitches out there that they hadn't looked at all year. So they can get all this. The, you, the, you know, first place is there and beyond first place. Now you look at the, the Mets, second place. You know, they get they get, like you said, they get Harvey back. Okay, and they've done some adjustments there to make them a better ball club. Marlins third, but you have to understand, the Marlins are still building around Giancarlo Stanton. They're still building around him. How he comes back from that injury depends a lot on the Marlins. What happened to him? In the face.
2: He got a shot right in the face. Like, it was nasty. So he's a... He's a pitcher. No, he plays a right. Batter. No, he was a batter. He was in the batter box, and the fastball hit him right in his face. Like, oh, that's hitter! He turned right into it, and it just it smacked him. It,
4: it's one of those things that you really don't want to see. Yeah, you know, but a lot of baseball programs, or whatever, I tell you they're not going to show it. <clears throat> okay, because it it was not pretty. Oh man! So and then you round out, you know, with the with the with the Phillies and the Braves. Now they can fight for last place. I don't know which one would come in at the bottom. But, you know, the Braves like had a fire sale. <laughs> the only player they have that is a name player is Freddie Freeman. You know, that's that's pretty much how yeah, they're going to build around Freddie. And you look at them, they're going to try to do what, what the Nationals have done. Let's get some young players in, get see the farm system or whatever, go from there, build back up. They talk about the Phillies. Okay, Howard's up there in age. But the good thing I like about the Phillies is Cliff Lee. Cliff Lee is still one of the pitchers that you'd like to go to the game and see him pitch. They get now. They get later in the season, there's a playoff team coming around that needs another a left-hander. Look possible if the Phillies aren't doing it for Cliff Lee to change to one of those teams.
0: What's his contract looking like right now, though? Uh
4: well, so He could uh, he can go out this year. I think this is last year on it. Okay. So if it's not you know loss or even if he goes he has a couple years there's not a big buyout for him so it's more of a trade thing and then if yeah. you get him you sign him for the following year if he chooses to to sign with you so you know that's rounds out that the, the uh,
2: east alright so let's move. I just looked on uh, Cliff Lee real quick it's 25 million this year hmm. so he's still making money that's a lot of money you're going to have to take in but if like he said if you're a contender you may need it
0: Billy yeah, no, that's that's very true.
2: Billy Bean, <laughs> uh, and also as Nats fans, Cliff Lee and Cole Hamels are Nats killers. No matter how old they get, they will always be Nats killers. We have a problem with Cole Hamels, and I'll admit that. As a Nats fan, I'll admit that. Uh, for people who don't really watch baseball or know about the Nationals, the reason we talk so much crap about the Phillies and Braves is the Braves are the Nash are like our Dallas Cowboys, and the Phillies are basically like the Philadelphia Eagles. Those that's what it is. That's the equivalent to us. Braves are our Cowboys. If we lose the Braves, just like the Russians lose the Cowboys, we're pissed off. We don't like it. They are our Dallas Cowboys. The biggest rivalry for the Knicks. It, it really is the Braves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For the past couple of years it's been the Braves. They've been a thorn in our side.
0: Yep, without a doubt.
2: And the Phillies are like the Eagles. They're you know, they're just a thorn.
0: But now I would say the Cards in the postseason are a thorn in our side.
2: Well, not really. Well, Cards and Giants.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, now Giants too.
2: All right, we're gonna move on to the NL Central. You have the Cardinals, the Pirates, the Reds, the Cubs, and the Brewers. Um, this division for me will be the Cards are going to run away with this division like they always do. I feel like the Cards are like the Nationals. They build from within their farm system. I mean, they they were they didn't really try to stop hosts from walking because they knew that they had a farm system where they could build someone up and put them at first base. So they had no problem letting someone like that walk because you lose him, you get someone like Matt Adams, who's not a bad first baseman, and a really good hitter. I mean, they got Matt Carpenter, third base. You got Halday in left field, who's still producing his age. They traded for Jason Hayward, which is going to produce a lot of speed, some hitting. You got Jason J playing center field. You got Wong at second, Padultra at shortstop, and Molina at cashier. This is a really, really good team in terms of hitting they are you know, one of the best hitting teams. Uh, pitching, you're always going to have Wayne Wright. You have Lynn. You have Lackey. You have a young pitcher and Walker. I mean, this team is a complete team. I mean, they don't have the pitching like the Nationals, I would say, but they're hitting. They're, in terms of hitting, they're a complete team. Uh, this will be a team to watch out for, definitely, in the Central and run away with that division. I mean, the Pirates and all of them, they're good. You know, Pirates Cincinnati, they'll always be there. They're the thorn of their side, but... Cardinals, you look at their lineup, there's nothing wrong with that lineup from top to bottom. That lineup is amazing. Uh, I got the Pirates finishing second. Uh, You have Andrew McCutcheon, who will always lead that team, no matter what you have, no matter what injuries they have around, he will always be the leader of that team. Uh, They got the pitching Garrett Cole, who's a former number one pick, who's finally blossomed into what they hoped he would. You got A.J. Burnett, who at his age is still pitching some some of the best plays of Mm -hmm. life. You got Francisco Liriano, and a lot of people don't remember him, but when he was with the Twins, he was one of the best pitchers in baseball. He kind of flowed around for the past couple of years. He finally found a home with the Pirates. He's back to his old form. Uh, you got Alvarez, who plays first base, who has a bat. Harrison, third base, who also has a bat. I mean, this should be a very dangerous team, maybe to the Cardinals, but I don't think they'll pose that big of a threat. You got the Reds. I mean, you have Johnny Serralto, who's one of the best pitchers in baseball. He challenged. Strasburg for the strike, the leader of strikeouts last year because this guy has nasty stuff. I mean, he's also, I mean, he was a (laughs) Nationals killer as well in terms of talking our time, our team. He was a killer for us. Uh, I got Joey Votto, who was hurt for most. I think he was hurt for part of the season last year, and that's a big loss to him. He's a big part of the lineup. I mean, he was an MVP candidate no more than two years ago. Uh, I got Bailey, who's a starting pitcher. You got Mike Leet. So this is gonna be another. You got Billy Hamilton, who's probably one of the best young center fielders in the game. I and mean, this guy is averaging 50 stolen bases a year. Uh, Todd Fraser playing third, who's going at it for the Silver Slugger for third baseman last stream. this is going to be another good team. I mean, this Central could be one of the best division races we see, but I still see the Cardinals pulling out. And then you got the Cubs. They went out and got Lester, but I feel like they need more than that. Give them a couple of years to keep on building around Anthony Rizzo, Sterling Castro. I mean, they were one of the teams that were in contention for Zimmerman, but just didn't go through. Well look for the Cubs to not this year, but maybe the next two or three years build around. Then you got the Brewers. I mean, you got Carlos Gomez, you got Ryan Braun, but it just seems like they just seem to be falling apart. I think their killer, their killer's heel is pitching. So I got St. Louis winning that division. So dear let's go with you with the central.
3: Uh I would have to agree exactly with you. I have Cardinals winning this one by a huge margin. I got the Pirates coming in second. And I think I think it's gonna be exactly the same standings as it was last year with Milwaukee, Cincy, and Cubs. Yeah, just Cardinals. Their pitching could be maybe second best to to the Nationals, if not third best to the Dodgers. Uh, also with um, with the Giants as well with Bumgarner in them. Uh, but yeah, that's why that's why I say it: Cardinals, Pirates, uh, Brewers, Reds, and Cubs. Brad, show your thoughts with the Central and the
2: NL.
0: Okay. Uh, Yeah, I I think you guys are right. You know, the Cards have made winning just a habit. That whole organization does a good job, both in the regular season and in the postseason. So look for these guys to be extremely competitive again next year, you know, with the additions they've made. That division doesn't have a big opposition outside of Pittsburgh, and Pittsburgh hasn't done enough, uh, you know, in the offseason to really make it so that they can give St. Louis a fight you, you got, you got to think the cards are going to take this division for sure. With Pittsburgh second,
2: Dad, what are your thoughts on the Central? Well,
4: I, I think pretty much what you guys are are saying. Uh, Cardinals will take it. Uh, Pirates come in second, and the Cubs. Now you got to understand the Cubs now have a, 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 what I say is a, is a good manager. They have Joe Madden. Joe Madden knows how to win. Okay, so, I mean, he, he did it in Tampa, and he did it with young kids. Yeah. You know, when they won, went through their World Series. So just give him a couple more players there, and, uh, you know, you can see them give a little run, but depends on what happened early in the season for them. If they come out, you know, winning and stuff, first part of the season, you could see a race for the top three early in the season. But I think the Cardinals will, will be there at the end, I, the Pirates, the Cubs third. And then the the Reds after that, and then the Brewers at the bottom.
2: All right, so there we go, all Cardinals. I mean, that just that says it for itself. All Cardinals. Uh, Nets are going to be the NL West, which I think is the most intriguing, and will be the most difficult division to win this year. You're going to have the Dodgers, who will always be there. You got the Giants, who never go away. They never. They I mean they're just they're a team that knows how to win. And defending and we, champs. Yeah, we found that out the hard way in the playoffs last year. Uh, then you got the Padres, who are basically in the win now or nothing mode. They went out and they made some really good trades, and they're in. The, they need a win now. This is what I mean. They went out and they got some older players, you know, a couple of young players, you know, upper twenties, lower thirties. But they're in the mode where we're going all in. Uh, the Padres, you know, they went out and they got Justin Upton, Will Myers, Matt Kemp. They got a whole new outfield is what they did, and those three players alone. That's that's the heart of your lineup right there, those three. The, and then the pitching, you know, you went out and they went SHIELDS. I mean, that could be number one in their rotation. I mean, that was a big that was the biggest free agent person they got. But people were like, Oh, you know, they got shields, you know, that's what they people seem to forget. Kashner is a hell of a pitcher in that rotation. So is Ian Kennedy. Yeah. I know the Yankees know Ian Kennedy, I know you all regret that. Yeah. Very much. But this team, San Diego is going to be very dangerous, but I still have the Dodgers coming out on top of this vision only because the pitching for the Dodgers is, I mean, you got Clayton Kershaw, probably the best pitcher in baseball. Maybe. I think this year, yeah. Scherzer will give him a run for his money. <laughs> What's going to give him a run for his money for the NL Young, know, Only because I say this because I look at a stat that says when you go from the AL to the NL, you improve dramatically because you don't have to deal with that DH. You go from the DH to a pitcher. So you get that etcher, hate to say it, but you get a An easy out. I mean, pitchers really aren't the best hitters in baseball, except if you're Gio Gonzalez for the past two years, hit a home run every second game of the season. Really? (laughs) Two years in a row, he's hit a home run in his first game. Oh, wow. He's averaging a home run every
1: first game of the year. (laughs) Has there ever been talk about getting rid of uh, the, like making it the same for both sides? No. It never
2: happened. Not really. I like it the way it is. Okay. I think it's interesting. Uh, then you got Zach Greinke, who will always be a great pitcher. So, I mean, they're, the Dodgers, I feel, are going to win this division. And I was debating back and forth between second place between the Giants and the Padres. And I came with the Padres coming in second, the Giants third, only because I feel like Sandoval is going to be really going to be missed with the Giants. I feel like it's going to be a big loss to them. I mean, he was a great third base when we saw that in the Vision Series. I mean, this guy, for a big dude, he can yeah. play third. He can move. I mean that boy can move. He can hit. I mean he killed us with that double in the ninth inning. God forbid that ever happens again. <laughs> so I mean I got the Dodgers, then I got San Diego, and then I got the Giants, and then at the bottom, you know you're gonna have the cart. Excuse me. You're gonna have the Diamondbacks in Colorado fighting out for the bottom of the lineup. Um, so that's those are my pits: the Dodgers, Padres, and Giants. Uh, Brad, screw with you first.
0: Okay. Yes, look at San Diego Stripe and uh, you know they they've made some really, really nice moves in the offseason. They are definitely in a win now mentality. Uh, and and they're looking very good. But I still think the Dodgers just have too much. You know, I, I think their pitching their uh is gonna be too strong for anyone in that division to beat them. So I'm I'm taking the Dodgers. But yeah, I think the Giants are gonna take a step back. I hope they take a step back because I'm still upset about last year. Uh, so I'm going to take the Padres too, just just like you have. Uh, but yeah, I, I'm holding you know I'm holding a little a little bit of a of a grudge against the Giants for knocking us out and for winning last year. You know, I'll give them credit, but I don't want to see them again in the NL. I do not want to see them in the playoffs or the Cardinals. So. <laughs> Uh, you know, let us let, not even give them a chance. Don't even you know, don't even put them in there. I'll put them third. Uh, Padres second, but the Dodgers are going to win uh, that division.
4: That oh me, I must have fell asleep for a minute. Or so there. <laughs> uh, you, you know at the West. If you had a coin, you could flip it, head tails, or if it stands straight up in the middle uh, between the you know Dodgers, Giants, and Padres. I'm from the old school, so I think Dodgers take it. Giants come in second, Padres third, but the Giants and the Padres are going to fight for that second spot. Okay. And then you have, you know, Colorado and Arizona, which are still trying to build from within or whatever they can do to get their programs back the way they were a few years back when they were contenders. So, how's the Dodgers winning that division?
2: All right. Dear Rollins, go your pits. Uh, I got exactly the
3: same thing as Mr. Scheipp. I got the Dodgers winning it with, with the Giants and and Padres fighting to the end to see who, who actually goes and picks it up. Yeah, it should be it should be an interesting one for, for them. And then I was looking at it, it could be like coming down to the end, like with the with the Padres. If they don't win it if they don't win it this year, it could be done with uh, you gotta remember with Camp, he's always had an injury during the season. I'm not saying he's gonna get hurt, but I don't want to see him get hurt either. But I mean, he, was, he was
2: he was healthy last year, and he got back to form. So if he can stay healthy, he'll be dangerous. He was a 30-30 player. I mean,
3: yeah, he was, but there's always that what if factor. Upton also got hurt as well, or it might have been his brother, but you just you just got to see. But I I do see them. I do see the Padres and the Giants fighting for it, with the Giants taking it second.
2: All right, there we go. We got our division winners from everyone. Now we're getting the playoffs. Uh, For my NL wild card, I was going back and forth on this all past week. I couldn't figure out who to pick, but I'm going to go with – I actually just made a last-second pick again change. I'm going to go with San Diego as my one, and I'm going to go with the Giants as my two. I feel like they're going to have three teams from the West. I feel like all three of those teams are going to make it. And then out of that, I'm going to pick – San Diego to advance past the Giants, the one-game playoff, and then I'm going to have the Nats will be the one. Dodgers, two. Cardinals, three. I'm going to have the Nats are going to go get past San Diego. Finally getting the NLCS. They're going to go against – Brad's going to hate this. They're going to go against the Cardinals.
0: <laughs>
2: and yeah, I have-
0: Don't scare me. you already <laughs> scare me. I don't want to hear it. I don't.
2: I'm going to have the Nationals beating the Cardinals, and it's going to be, for me, a Beltway World Series. Up 95, down 95. I can already tell. Orioles versus the Nationals. Battle of the Beltway. It's something we will never see in football. That's true. Has there ever been. Uh, Thank you. (laughs) Appreciate that.
1: (laughs) Has there ever been a a battle of the Beltway, but for like playoffs or something like that?
2: No. Uh, We did have the Subway series about 10, 15 years ago where the Mets and the Yankees played. Mm -hmm. You could take a Subway. So that's their version of the Subway series. Sure, sure, sure. Ours is. Beltway series, okay, but it never
1: happened though. It never, other than regular season, if they ever play at each other, I don't know if they do or not. But they they do. they
2: they do, they do a four game span where it's two in Washington, two in um in Baltimore. Baltimore. Okay. What I really like was what the Yankees do sometimes. Is they'll do the morning game at the Mets stadium, not a morning game, excuse me, like a one o'clock, and then a seven o'clock. And Yankees, you know, I would love them to do that here. The only problem is ninety five yeah oh yeah, <laughs> yeah good luck <laughs> <laughs> driving me crazy all right brad let's you hear your pitch now for the playoffs
0: uh you know like i said i i had the cards uh in the central um and i think the pirates will make the wild card again I, th- I think mccutcheon is is just too good he will he will get his team there again uh you know and i have them going against the padres so i got pirates padres in the wild card, kicking the Giants out, get out of here, Giants! No one likes you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, and then I have uh, I have the Padres winning that, um, and then uh, Dodgers playing against St. Louis, and then and I I have Nationals versus a the Angels. So let, let, let's not make it a Beltway series. Let's go uh, Nationals Angels. All
2: right,
3: Guillermo. Uh, wild cards. I would have to take Pittsburgh and Giants. Uh, with the Giants winning simply because they know how to win in the postseason <clears throat> one two, threes. obviously it's going to be the, the Nationals 1 Dodgers 2 and or Nationals 1, Cards 2 and Dodgers 3 all I see out of it it could potentially be a, I'm going to have to agree with you Shai it's going to have to be a Beltway series with Nationals <laughs> I mean Yankees fan but home team I'll have to I'll have to go for the Nationals
2: Thank you. Now we can just change the jersey you're wearing. A national no, jersey. That's okay.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right, Dad, go. Dad, your pick now.
4: Well, mine will be the, the the Nats, Cardinals, Dodgers winning divisions. And uh, I don't know. Sometimes I like to go with repeaters. Pirates and the Giants as a wild card, but maybe this go around, the Pirates won't have to face Bumgarner. So they'll beat the Giants. Which the Nats would love because they have pretty pretty good uh, experience against the Pirates. They do well against them, and then let the uh, Cardinals and Dodgers fight it out, and that go a full series, and it'll come down to the uh, Cardinals and Nats, and then the Nats will finally get the strike zone in the latter innings. (laughs) And uh, (laughs) you know, it, it, it you know what? It'd be great for television for Nats in Baltimore.
2: Oh, yeah. The ratings will be through the roof. Yeah,
4: the, 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 you know, baseball would love that. Right. So that's pretty
2: much mine. So here we go. World Series pitch. I'm going to go with the Nationals over Baltimore. Four games to three. It's going to be a seven-game series. And, yeah, I, I got the Orioles. Um, excuse me. I got the Nationals winning 4-3. <laughs> you heard it here. He has the Orioles. No, I got the <laughs> yeah. Nationals. Four games, four games to three, Nationals. Uh, Brad, who do you got?
0: Let's go four two Nats Nats over Angels four two. Yeah, I agree with that four two. That's all right,
4: Dad. Well, you know, you got. I'm a Nats fan because I'm an old Senators fan, so you love the teams out of out of D.C. So you know, Nats over Baltimore. I used to be a Baltimore fan, but that's the only reason I claimed that is because the Senators left town, <laughs> so you had to go over and see Baltimore. But now the Nats are in town; that's your team. So uh, Nats over Baltimore. Say seven games. is a good rating, good money series for everybody. For sure.
2: There you go. You're here first. Everyone here is on board for the nationals. Paul, I know you're I know you're on board for the nationals. Yeah. All right, there we go. All five. Well,
3: I don't know. All right. <laughs> if it's going seven, who's who's the game seven starter?
2: Sure, sure. Strasburg.
3: I was I was thinking Strasburg, too.
2: Brad, what do you think? Game seven starter. Who you got?
3: It's too early to tell.
0: <laughs> it's, early. it's it's way too early to tell. Roar, I'll <laughs> <Sermon. laughs> go, Roar. <laughs> uh, no. All right, real quick. I'll, I'll take Sam. All right.
2: All right, real quick. We're gonna go over our awards real quick. Just as MVP and the Cy Young. Uh, just name your ALNL real quick.
1: I don't know who that is. Oh, that might have been me.
2: Okay, for me, the AL MVP will be Mike Trout. I mean, he's the best all-around player in baseball. Uh, For my AL Cy Young, I'm going to have Felix Hernandez. I mean, he's the best pitcher in the AL. I mean, he has the best ERA, the best strikeouts. I mean, you can't deny him. Uh, NL MVP, I had someone I told you guys earlier, but looking at going over all these divisions, I'm actually changing my pick to Buster Posey, I think, could win the NL MVP. I think he's one of the best hitting catchers in baseball. He has a great glove, and I think he could be a wild card to win that MVP. And from IL Cy Young, like I said earlier, when you come from the AL to the NL, your pitching improves tremendously. Your ERA goes down. Your strikeout goes up. So Matt Scherzer, you're coming to D.C. We brought you here to win. You better win a Cy Young while you're here as well. So he'll be the first <laughs> national player to win the Cy Young. What won't be Strasburg. Won't be Zimmerman. Will be Matt Scherzer.
1: Wait, so, a, so a, what are we nat- paying them for? A national player?
2: <laughs> national League players never won a, a Cy Young before? Is that what you saying? No national player has won a Cy Young. Oh, national, the national. national. Gotcha, yeah. gotcha. Okay, they've never won a MVP or a Cy Young. Okay. So Scherzer, I think, will be the first one. Uh, Browse us show of your awards.
0: Uh, I'll take. This is. Are we doing AL first? stripes Is that what you want? Yes, yeah,
2: do AL and then NL. Okay. Uh, I'll
0: take. I'll, I'll take Trout. Uh, right. AL AL MVP. I mean, you know the 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 kid's just hardworking. He's a he's a stud. So I'll, I'll take Trout, and I'll also I'll also go with Hernandez. You know, uh, King Felix is is only getting better. Uh, I, I like him for the Cy Young, uh, for the AL. But as far as the NL goes, mm, MVP for the NL. Man, I I would hate to see Posey get it. Sorry, Giants. I know I'm going hard <laughs> on you. I'm I'm hard on the Giants uh, this time. But you know what? I, I'm gonna give the Cy Young to Kershaw. I I just think. You know, he is he is on another level, and and I love Scherzer, and I hope he comes in the rotation and and absolutely kills it, which I think he will. But uh, you know, I just think Kershaw is is on another level right now. Let me have a side on Kershaw, and then uh, you know let's go with Rendon. I'm gonna take Rendon uh, for the, the NL MVP. I, I think his game is only getting better. He's he's growing up. <laughs> I like it. If you can see my dad
2: right now, he is fuming because you just took what he said earlier before we even started the
0: show. (laughs) Oh, really?
2: Before you came came in, we were talking about me, him, and Guillermo, and he literally said Rendon. (laughs) It's all right. Were you listening to us somehow? Good minds, right? (laughs) Like minds.
3: He was just pretending his thing wasn't working.
0: (laughs) Rendon and Kershaw. Rendon
4: and Kershaw for the NL. Sorry, Mr. (laughs) Scheidt. That's all right. Makes no difference to me. <laughs>
3: <laughs> right. Gearmo, let's go with you. All right, AO MVP, Derek Jeter. No, I'm just joking. Um, oh. I'm not, Yeah, it's gonna have to go with Trout with me as well. Um,
2: Real quick, Jeter probably has a better chance of winning that than A Rod. Oh, no doubt. No doubt.
3: <laughs> uh, Cy Young for the AO Tuffy. I'm gonna go with Price. Since he moved moved to the the one, like you said, I think he, I think he could actually spark it up. Um, MVP for the NL, hmm. I would have to go with McCutcheon Given, given him a battle and everything, I think he can actually put in a race. Cy Young, uh, either Kershaw or Scherzer. You got to pick so which one. one. You got to pick one. You can't. can't uh, huh? <laughs> um, Kershaw's nasty. Scherzer's just as nasty as him. He probably dethroned the the king. I have to go with Scherzer.
2: There we go. All right, and the last one of the day, Dad. Well,
4: well everybody said all my picks. So, <laughs> but, I mean, you know, American League MVP Trout, Cy Young Hernandez, National League MVP McCutcheon, and Cy Young, I'm gonna go with Baumgartner. Hmm.
2: hmm. Wild card there. That, that actually that. No, that, that's not. That's that really a, a wild
4: pitch. card. That's not Good. that bad. That, that's one note you guys didn't get off my pad. <laughs> uh, that was
2: on.
3: We, the had, next to, we had to leave you one.
2: See, I'm not worried about Burn Gardner because that was the only pitcher we beat in the playoffs. <laughs> that's true. See, <laughs> and that's the one where Game Three comes around. We're like, oh, uh, we're gonna get We have to put Burn Gardner on the mound. Nope, beat him.
4: No, no, this year he's learned how to field bunts. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, go to first. Don't go to third. <laughs> my dad can vouch for just me hold it on that entire play i'm pretty sure i woke up the whole neighborhood because i was screaming my ass off just saying ramos get get home get yourself <laughs> home you slow man <laughs> ramos ain't the fastest dude any had a hamstring injury but the bull got it home
3: yeah.
2: all right everyone listening today you listen to our pitch you heard everything you have any more questions about us you want us to cover anything until the season starts you know, you can tweet us. You can actually. I'll let Paul do all that. Paul, go no, ahead and do your thing. You can
1: tell them. You can tell them. You can. <laughs> they can tweet us uh, at uh, at Shipe Sports Talk. You can send an email to us at ShipeSportsTalk at gmail.com. There's also a form on the website www See, I got that now. <laughs> I've said it about a million times. I can say it without stuttering. <laughs> um, and yeah, so you, I mean, there's a, multiple ways. Uh, where else? Twitter, Facebook. You can, uh, any way you want to send in the questions, uh, we'll be happy to, uh, to address them.
2: Also, there's still a lot of openings left for the shite sports talk, fantasy baseball lead. Brad, you still have to get your sign up in.
4: Yeah. Just take my time. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll give you my notes. <laughs> <laughs> I already Got them.
2: <laughs> so if anyone interested in doing the fantasy baseball lead, um, Message me on Facebook, message me on Twitter. I'll get you the link to it, get you all signed up. It's just for fun. You know, I mean, even if you don't know baseball, this is a good way to learn baseball because, I mean, you have to research who you're going to draft. I have one of my buddies, um, Chris. Cordova. He does know a thing about baseball, but he's going to do it. And he's, he's actually going to do research. He's, he's going to look online and everything. So we'll see how he does.
1: Yeah. I don't know much about baseball. I'm laying I'll, it right I'll now. Doing
2: it, so. If he wins this lead, I'm quitting anything related to baseball <laughs> ever. Some guy who's never played, watched baseball, wins it. I'm done. So I'll, I'll put that up on the website too. So
1: if anybody um, needs the information, it'll, some of it will be up on the website, but feel free to contact us.
2: Next couple of weeks, also look for the NCAA tournament bracket to go up on Yahoo. Like I said, the winner of that will be able to come in be a guest host on the show. Uh, also, we don't provide airfare and hotel fees, so if you're out of state, <laughs> we'll do it Skype, like what Brad does every mm-hmm. week. And also, look forward for next couple of weeks for the Brad and Matt Golf Show that's coming up. We're gonna get that rolling. Well, so we'll talk more about that show later on. So we're going to keep on covering baseball. This isn't the only time we're going to cover it. The season hasn't even started. They haven't even gotten to Florida yet, Arizona, wherever they're doing their training at. So get ready. Season's getting rolling seven days away for nationals. Some people start the 22nd of February. So I'm coming close. It's catching up to us real quick. So get ready for that. Uh, Next week, we're going to go over free agency in the NFL, who our top free agents are. And where we think each each free agent will land. You know, we're going to go over team by team, get to everyone we can on what every team needs the most. Uh, of course, the Russians need a quarterback. But anyway, <laughs> Brad's just shaking his head.
0: I, I, knew, I knew he couldn't hold it in. I knew yeah. he couldn't hold it in. I, I think
2: uh, you, the Titans need a quarterback as well. Yeah, you know I love RG3 to death. Titans you know that, right?
0: Con, congrats to RG3. Uh, he announced that him and his wife are expecting. So congrats to him. Where did he, oh, nice.
2: he announce that on?
0: Uh, well, you would know. It was on Twitter.
2: Oh, I wouldn't know. I got blocked.
1: <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I thought for a second there, I thought it was just like a thing that he
2: did that blocked everybody. No. It was just you. No.
0: What did you did do? You say, he probably you say heard. He probably heard. block you.
2: I, I honestly, I really don't remember what I said to him. I'm not going to get into it. It's, really not, it's not that big of a deal to me. Um, the only thing I want to say is, I really wish he wouldn't take fans' comments so seriously because, as a Tennessee Titan fan, I saw the downfall of Vince Young because of that. I mean, he got booed literally out of the game and he went missing for two days because no one knew what was going on with him. So, wow. well, my suggestion, on RG3, is don't take the fans' comments seriously. Just rub it off your pro athlete because if you take it seriously, you're going to start down that path. And Vince Young isn't even in the NFL anymore and he's not even 30. So, all I'm going to say, on RG3, is don't. Don't take that path. Don't let the fans bud you do what you need to do and just show them on the field that you're the real deal. That's all I'm going to say to him. Yeah. Heck yeah. Is that good, Brad?
0: (laughs) Hey, uh, that you you don't gotta, you don't gotta send it my way.
2: (laughs) I'm also here too. He can read, Brad can read his tweets. (laughs) So everyone here for today, myself, Paul, Brad, Guillermo, my dad, thank you for joining us today. Um, Thanks for listening. Look for us on Stitcher and iTunes. Download, rate us, comment, do everything you can, to get us going. Yeah,
1: give us give us a rating uh, and a review. That would be awesome. That actually helps us out a lot, helps the podcast get up on the uh, on the ratings boards, uh, what have you. So.
2: And we all appreciate it. Send us comments and questions on the Facebook page and everything. So for everyone here, have a great evening, and we'll see you next Thursday, 6.45 p.m. for NFL coverage.
0: Maria Sharapova, be my Valentine. <laughs> <laughs> i <laughs>